Welcome to the Win Daily Podcast for today, Saturday, July 27th. I am Scott Engel. I am the king. I am fantasy here with our weather and DFS expert, Mark Paquette. Uh, Mark, doesn't look like any weather issues today for the second consecutive day. Yeah, it's not. And we'll probably continue that streak for the next couple of days. Very typical summer weather pattern. The jet stream is refer, uh, retreated to the north into Canada, allowing most of the continental U.S. to enjoy a dry stretch of weather. All right. The, uh, we have a day slate and a night slate. The uh, day schedule beginning at 3.07 p.m. Eastern when Tampa Bay takes on Toronto. Uh, Andrew Kitteridge might be the opener for uh, Tampa Bay there. Ryan Baricki is going to go for uh, go for. Toronto, maybe you should like some uh, some Tampa Bay bats in this environment, this hitting environment. Uh, Tommy Pham is only 4,100. Willie Dames is only 3,000. Uh, Alvasail Garcia is only 3,900. Uh, so there's bats to like here from Tampa Bay, and it looks like it's get some value here. I'm not going to argue with you too much, Scott, here. Um probably going to be a stay away game for me um we all know tampa bay is great at run prevention so no toronto bats for me and on the other side brookie hasn't been bad uh, i know he's only had one major league start this year but in the minor leagues he looked fairly sharp and he was a, a pretty good pitcher last year as well so tampa bay probably won't light him up but i'm not gonna argue against some of the bats that you like on tampa bay the Dodgers are at Washington, 4.05 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Clayton Kershaw, 11,400. Obviously the best on this afternoon slate. Uh, like you say in your pitching column today on uh, WindDailySports.com. Too bad that uh, you know he's not available on the main slate. Going against Joe Ross. Uh, at one time we thought Ross was going to be something special in the major leagues, but it just hasn't happened. 0-2 with a 945 ERA. Uh, so far this year, uh, last last Sunday, spot start against the Braves, three runs in five and a third innings. Maybe you like some of these Dodger bats here. Uh, Corey Seager didn't do too well last night, but he's only four thousand. Josh Peterson says forty six hundred. Justin Turner is uh, forty three hundred. Uh, Kike Hernandez forty one hundred. Of course, we aren't not even talking about the major Dodger bats, but. Uh, you know, maybe, uh, maybe some Dodgers here. Yeah, I'm not going to argue with you here, too. Probably my favorite Dodger bat is Justin Turner, who's a reverse splits guy, so he likes hitting against righties more than any of lefties. And you mentioned a good point about Joe Ross. Never quite lived up to potential. Obviously, obviously injuries have a huge part of that. And, and you could say that about his brother, Tyson, too, who is in the major leagues for a good five, six seasons. Neither have quite lived up to what they were supposed to be. Then we have the big game where the, the Red Sox are just busting out the offense. CC Sabathia going going for the Yankees, uh, but it looks like the Red Sox stack is certainly in, in play today. Mookie Betts is fifty four hundred after the three homer game. He's uh, well worth it. If Michael Chavis is in there, he's forty four hundred. JD Martinez only forty eight hundred. Uh, you know, but is low, low for him. Andrew Benatendi, uh, 4,600 if you want to try the lefty-on-lefty lefty thing. Uh, you know, there's not too many cheap bats here for the Red Sox unless you want to go lefty-lefty on Jackie Bradley Jr., 3,900. Uh, the Red Sox stack is in play, 
but uh, it's not going to be easy. And on the other side of Water Rodriguez, maybe more of a GPP play, as you say in your article. He's only 8,800, uh, but he is facing that Yankees lineup. Yeah, I mean, start with uh, Erod, and um, he has good history against the Yankees, and the Yankees are hitting righties better than they are lefties this year, so that's reason to like him, but it is the Yankees lineup, as you said. Um, even though they, they've gotten beat the last couple nights, they have been able to score some runs, and I would expect that to continue, especially if they get into the weak Red Sox bullpen. On the other side, I, I don't understand what's going on with the pricing with J.D. Martinez. On FanDuel, he's 4000 He is in the middle of a red-hot streak, and yeah, he's getting overlooked by Mookie Betts' three-home run game, Bogart's two-home run game the night before that, Devers, his breakout season, but in each of his last five games, J.D. Martinez has at least two hits. He has two home runs over that period. He's driven in seven. Uh, he's just smoking hot right now, and if another guy is to break out and hit a pair or, or even a trio of home runs, I would expect that to be J.D. Martinez. Um, a little bit of history about the Red Sox-Yankees series so far. This is the first time in Red Sox history that they have scored in double digits in four consecutive games against the Yankees. So all kinds of historic records being broken the last couple of nights at Fenway Park. Detroit and Seattle's Tyler Alexander coming off a good start. He's only 5,800 on DraftKings. Maybe if you're going to uh, do it, maybe you could use him as a, in a tournament as your second pitcher uh, along with Kershaw. And you got Marco Gonzalez coming off a good start too at 9,300. Yeah, both pitchers are, are looking pretty good, obviously. Both offenses are ones you like to pick on, and you're you're at a pitcher's park in Seattle, so you would like to use some of the arms there and probably avoid most of the bats, if not all of them. Yeah, so probably on the early early slate, we probably recommend Kershaw, uh, Erod, and Gonzalez, and Alexander, and uh, Red Sox national stats. Would you agree? Yeah, let's let's team up. Kershaw and Alexander, just get some savings, get at least three Yankee, I mean Red Sox bats in there, and then get a, a, probably two or three Dodger bats in there or, as well, and let's see how we do. All right, uh, we have Atlanta and Philadelphia. we got Max Fried uh, starting the night slate against Zach Eflin. Eflin's been really scuffling. Uh, the Braves have cooled off a little bit, but I think you still have to consider a stack here. Nick Marcakis, just 3,900. You'll have to spend 5,200 to get Freeman. Uh, Brian McCann homered last night. Uh, he's th- he's 3,700 if he's back in the lineup. Uh, Tyler Flowers is 3,500. Uh, not like any not like pitcher here, uh, you know, free which he had a blister, but uh, I might be considering a, a brave stack here. Yeah, I was just going to say on IL, uh, coming off the IL, excuse me, but it looked like he last pitched on the 15th, so he missed one start, sort of like the Matt Scherzer issue from the uh, other day, though. That looks like more serious uh, now with uh, him having to have an MRI and a, a flat rich injection in his lower back but back to this game Phillies have to be one of the most disappointing teams in all of Major League Baseball and it's not like they're out of it they can still turn it on they're they're still within striking distance in the NL East and obviously the wild card but they need to get it going here um, soon and just no signs of life for them really at a very disappointing game last night um, Zach Leflin like you said has been disappointing the whole season um, 
you have to sort of like some Braves bats here. And the one that stands out the most is Ronald Acuna Jr., who's just been smoking hot since the All-Star break and basically has changed his mind that he wants to be a 40 stolen base guy, and he's shooting for that. All right, John Lester against Chase Anderson, Chicago and Milwaukee. Chase Anderson has actually started to turn things around recently, but uh, I very careful against that Chicago lineup, even though they're like not top 15 on the road. John Lester, he's capable of having a good start, but uh, to me, this has the looks of a stay away game. Yeah, I agree. Stay away. Lester generally does his best to prevent blowups, and Anderson's been pitching better. Well, as better as you said, but both lineups are deep and talented and you never quite know what to expect when these two NL central rivals meet up. All right. Then we got Minnesota and Chicago. Martin Perez is starting to come back to earth. Uh, maybe a few white Sox bats are in play here. Lurie Garcia is only 3,900. Uh, you know, you have Jose Abreu who's just 4,200. James McCann, 3,900. Uh, maybe I'll spend 3200 on Adam Engel just because he's my brother. Uh, but then uh, the, the Minnesota stack is heavily in play. Ivan Nova's coming off a great performance against the Marlins, but this is complete opposite. Uh, I'm totally loaded up here. Max Hepler, I'll spend the 5100 Uh Jason Castro, if he's in the lineup, 4200 uh, Even the, 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 the platoon splits, but you also have uh, Jonathan Scott. 4100. Uh, you got Byron Buxton at 4300. So um, I'm, I'm, the, the twin stack is definitely in play today. It's not, it's, they've been such a great offense, but there are a few bargains here for what you got the stack. Uh, I might have missed it, but did you mention Nelson Cruz, who is the basically. Well, 5600. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's expensive, but he's the hottest hitter in baseball. He's homered in five consecutive games, becoming the oldest player in all of Major League Baseball history to do that, um, including the three-home run game two nights ago. Um, so, again, I, I guess you're not believing in the Ivan Nova complete game shutout of his last start. So let's load up and go against the recency bias people who say, oh, this guy must be a good pitcher. Oh, yeah. Let's see what happens when you go against a good lineup in the Twins as compared to the Marlins. Pirates at the Mets, and uh, the Mets continue to celebrate set 1969, 50th anniversary. It will be Mr. Met on the moon bobblehead night. Uh, Trevor Williams against Steven Matz. Uh, Trevor Williams, pretty good, 7,400 against a Mets lineup that he could probably stymie as he's starting to round into form. Steven Matz, uh, maybe they'll stretch him out. He's had some good starts this season. Uh, hasn't been bad as advertised. I think I think either one of these guys is, uh, you know, worth play. Like, Matt, uh, maybe I might use him in a tournament. Uh, he hasn't been terrible. I know they moved him from the bullpen after uh, a few bad starts, but uh, he's certainly capable of, of churning out a good one at any time. Uh, Trevor Williams against this lineup, I like him a lot at 7,100. My first prelim lineup, I wasn't looking at this game in terms of arms, but I, I, I agree with you 100%. How can you not be picking on the Pirates right now? They are the absolute worst team in all of baseball since major, since the All-Star break, both in terms of records and in offense. I believe they've only won one game since the All-Star break. We talk about a, a swoon, and this and they went into the All-Star break as one of the hottest teams, especially offensively. So 
looks like it's going to be a, a long rest of the summer for Western Pennsylvania, and they could look forward to Steelers football. <laughs> Colorado's at Cincinnati. Cincinnati uh, got actually Luis Castillo got hammered last night, but Anthony DiSclefani, uh is on the mountain, so maybe you don't like the Rocky Mountains as much. Chichi Gonzalez is going for uh, for Colorado. Is a plug-in starter. You know, maybe some red bats here. Uh, Yasiel is only 4,400. Yeah, my first prelim lineup had red stack. Uh, Nick Senzel is dealing with some vertigo, so he probably won't play. So look for like Philip Irvin, John Van Meter, uh, players like that. I like Joe Joey Votto, who has suddenly come alive over the last month or so. Um, this is probably the strongest hitting environment. And you're going against a weak pitcher, so I like the, the Reds' uh, bats. Now, on the other side, I'm not going to argue with you with the Rockies' bats either because we all know they have talent. And like I said, besides Coors Field, Great American Ballpark is probably one of the, if not the, strongest hitting park in all of, na- na- all of the National League. So maybe it's a home away from home for the Rockies here. Mike Clevenger, the ultimate cash game tonight, 11,400 again. Kansas City. Would you also like some Cleveland bats? Glenn Sparkman was coming off a rough starts here. Uh, you know, I'll be looking to stack Tyler Quinn. There's only 4,100. Jason Kipnis only 3,600. As, as Hunt, uh, you'll have 49 for Orlando, but it's very worth it. Carlos Santana, 4,300. Uh, Oscar Mato, of course, uh, 4,900. He's he worth it. Uh, I think he's Linda 5,300, Roberto Perez 3,500. I think an in-stack is in play tonight as well. Yeah, I didn't write up Clevenger as my cash game or upper tier arm, but he's certainly right up in there uh, with Kershaw and Cole, who we're going to talk about later. But, um, yeah, the uh, just like a good game to target here if you like going with Clevenger. On the other side, we'll just have to be careful with Carlos Santana. I know he was a last-minute scratch last night. Not exactly sure why. Make sure he's in the lineup today. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe to play in tournaments is to go Clevenger Matt. It very well could be. I mean, Matt yeah. is in a great matchup with with the Pirates just completely struggling, and and Clevenger is in a great strikeout spot. Then you have Houston and St. Louis get uh, Garrett Cole against. Daniel Ponce de Leon, uh, only got a 2.82 ERA so far, but uh, not somebody I'd want to use. Uh, with Garrett Cole being at 12,000 and Clevenger 11,400, this is a game that I'm going to avoid. Yeah, I mean, if I'm going to go Clevenger, I probably might as well just spend up for Cole, in my opinion. And the reason why is I think he has a slightly better chance at a win, and he has a slightly better chance at more strikeouts. Garrett Cole, speaking of historic, like we talked about at Fenway Park, became the second fastest pitcher to ever strike out 200 batters. Um, in his last five starts, he struck out at least nine every single time with um, double digits in four out of those five. And that's my monkey knife fight play of the day with Garrett Cole over eight and a half strikeouts. He's just in a smash spot here. I would expect him to continue to dominate. I don't believe um, they have many lefties to throw against him. I just love Garrett Cole. On the other side, yeah, I'm not – this Houston's lineup is too deep and talented and makes you work. They're sort of like 
right in the same vicinity for me as Twins and Yankees in terms of potency, so I'm not looking to use arms against them at all. Okay. Uh, then we got San Francisco and San Diego. Sean Anderson against Cal Quantrill. Quantrill might be able to deliver a respectable start, but uh, maybe some Padres bats here against uh, against Sean Anderson. Uh, but you're looking at Hosmer's just 3,900. Uh, Austin Hedges is just 3,100. If he's in the line, lineup, Fran Mill Reyes, uh, 3,900. So, uh, what do you say? Maybe Renfro, Renfro, 4,600. Maybe a Padres mini stack. Yeah, I'm not going to say uh, argue against you there. Uh, my first prelim lineup, I had Austin Hedges as my catcher. He's just been smoking hot. This is a he did play last night. Generally, the catchers do get a weekend day off, but this is a night game as well. Just Make sure he's in the lineup, and if he is, he's going to probably be my catcher with how inexpensive he is. And all of a sudden, he, he's hit in, uh, looks like, five of his last six games with two homers over that stretch. So he, he's come alive a little bit. Maybe he's feeling the, the pressure of Mejia behind him as the catcher in the future. And on the other side, they seem to be doing weird things with, with Fran Mill Rays. I don't know if he's some sort of disciplinary issue or whatever, but he doesn't play as much as he should be in that lineup and maybe the play of Manuel Margot in center field has really um, kind of crowded the playing time as well but Fran Mill Rays is in play Hunter Renfro like you mentioned all good spots uh, for against a pitcher that is can be best described as mediocre for the Giants Baltimore at the Angels Aaron Brooks uh, pitching for for Baltimore, maybe an angel stack here is something else we consider, or at least a mini stack. Justin Upton is only thirty nine hundred dollars. You certainly have to consider him. Yeah, I think uh, the Red Sox and Angels. Look what the Red Sox did after day after they had to play against this Wojciechowski guy who's throwing out Woj bombs like left and right. He's just suddenly a revelation for this Oriole uh, starting five. I mean, starting rotation. The day after that, the Red Sox went to Tampa Bay and scored a bunch of runs and, and were able to win some people some GPPs. Might not be too different of a story today. The Angels will be happy not to see that guy again, and they'll probably score some runs. Okay, so that may be one of the outside stacks we're considering. Yep. We finish up with Texas and Oakland. Homer Bailey at home against Texas. Not one of my top starts, but he's only 6,700. Uh, Texans going against Aiden Sampson. It's a pitcher's park, but you, I would at least consider a mini stack here uh, for the Oakland A's. Uh, you know, maybe a few bats here you consider. Chris Davis is still only thirty-four hundred dollars. Uh, Jerkson Pro Card thirty-nine hundred. Yeah, Samson's been bad. Homer Bailey, as well, was really bad his last start, but that came against Houston in Houston. So it's a different story. Texas on the road at um, the Coliseum there in Oakland. Should be a good spot for him. So if you want to pair him with Clevenger or Cole on the main slate, I think that's a fine way to go. I think Homer Bailey's in a good spot. And then, like you mentioned, let's try to get some Oakland bats in there. Profar, Chapman, Olsen, those guys seeming uh, are all going to be in play. Uh, I think we have a good spot to go to in terms of some cheap arms and bats in that game. Yeah, so uh, for the evening, evening slate, we like Clevenger, we like Mats, we like Homer Bailey, uh, then, of course, Garrett Cole. 
Yeah. Uh, and then with the stacks, we like Minnesota, Cincinnati, and maybe to a lesser degree, a little bit of a lesser degree, the Angels. Yeah, and I think, you, like you said, the Athletics, Padres, and Rockies are probably the sneaky stacks that most people will not be heading towards. And maybe you can, uh, if you do a mass multi-entry, you can throw in one or two of those guys and hopefully come out, finish at the top. All right, thanks a lot for listening to the Win Daily Podcast for Saturday. It'll be Jason and Mark tomorrow. Make sure you uh, subscribe to our premium gold package. And thanks a lot for listening.